welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny, please don't move here, Seattle. It's like stunning outside. I was talking to our guest, which I will introduce in just a little bit, before we went live. And uh, he was asking how my morning was. And we were bopping to the radio on the freeway. Yes, really gorgeous. I was listening to, what's that song? What do you want? You know, what do you want? That. I, don't. <laughs> I actually kind of want to let you do a little bit more. No, you're you're the singer and you're the I'm music no person. Singer. But you know, I was bopping. What you know, you what do you want now or something like that? It's this is so big. it's classic. I don't know why. Well, I'd... then I may not know that one. No, 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 no. It's not that classic. Oh, it's not that far back. Classic. <laughs> yeah, it's not that okay. far back. Yeah, Vinny's a little younger than me. Yeah, I'm not that young of a pup, but <laughs> well, yeah, you are. You're 42. a young pup. Yeah, you're young. Right. I love it. Well, we'll come up with the title eventually. Yes, and uh, so we're sending beautiful light, mm-hmm. of course, to everyone um, throughout the entire world, and we thank all of our listeners and callers who call into the show and who listen to the show. We thank you so much. We feel very, very blessed, and we thank KKNW for doing mm-hmm. such a good job allowing hosts of Alternative Talk Radio to um, have their platforms here. So. Yeah, and I am uh, just... I am double dutying here. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa's on a, Lisa's a well-deserved in vacation. in Hawaii yeah, right now. Her. Yeah, so yeah. I have a little bit of double duty at the office, too. Although, yeah. she was really good. She, like, fixed the phone perfect for me and the email. Aww. But, you know, there's certain things I have to be doing that it's she so does. So she won't be bothered while, like, she's Yeah, I, I, I almost <laughs> texted her yesterday. I had, like... You know, like a two-second moment where I went, oh, I could text her. I'm like, no. Nope. Don't do <laughs> it. Don't text yeah, her. Don't. Do yeah. It's going to be okay. The world will keep all evolving yeah. around around. Yeah. So um, I'm interviewing Jerry Lazarus. Mm-hmm. He is the author of Dreams, Listening to the Voice of God, which is really about your inner wisdom and awareness and creation, discovering the meaning of your dreams. It's a really fascinating book. Um, Jerry uh, has taught a course on the wisdom of dreams at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at Duke University as the dream columnist and contributing writer for ARE, which is all about the um, Edgar Casey Foundation. Um, he also writes for Venture Inward Magazine. He's written on a broad range of spiritual topics. Since 2004, Jerry has spoken at conferences and other venues on spiritual topics across the U.S. He is the author of this book, Dreams, Listening to the Voice of God. Um, and so welcome to the show, Jerry. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be on, and thank you for having me. Yeah, and you're in, in one of my f- fun favorite parts of the world, North Carolina, which is yes. gorgeous. And you said the day is stunning there as well. The day is beautiful. We've got a sunny, warm day. Uh, next week, we're going to have two twenty degrees nighttime. Oh, so, I'm so that's cold. Looking, yeah. <laughs> we'll get some cold snaps here, but grab uh, an extra blanket. This, yeah, grab an extra. Enjoy today. Yeah, good, good. And you know, you're going to be in our neck of the woods, right around my birthday, on um, the end of March. You're going to be teaching a workshop on intuition and guidance through dreams at Seaback, yes. which is stunning. Um, I had the pleasure of giving an, uh, a, a weekend um, workshop with the Edgar Casey Foundation the Northwest Foundation as well, at Seabeck a couple years ago. So I know how gorgeous it is there. Have you ever been to Seabeck before? 
I have not. This is my first time. I've spoken at the other uh, ARE conference centers uh, in the nation, but this will be my first time oh. there. So I'm looking forward. To You're it. going to love it. It's yeah. it's. I mean, it's literally the the retreat center is across the street from the ocean. I mean, oh. like, but the street is like teeny tiny. It's like it, it doesn't feel like you're across the street at all. It's stunning. And you're just going to love the rooms. It's beautiful. The landscaping, it's stunning. So we'll talk about that as well. But I'd love to know what got you started into dream analysis. A very good question. In fact, this is almost always the first question I get <laughs> uh, for a pen reasons. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been on uh, a dream journey. So I grew up in, in India just to give a little bit of context for people. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I grew up as a Christian, mm-hmm. but I also studied with the yogis of India. And there I learned how to do meditation and, and the breath work, which is called pranayama um, and, and other things. And after I moved to the United States, uh, this was in my late 20s, um, I began to get into the work of an American mystic psychic uh, named Edgar Casey. Yes, lovely and being. Yeah, in his work that I was very impressed with uh, was this emphasis on dream work. Mm-hmm. Surely he placed emphasis on meditation and prayer and other spiritual di- disciplines. But I saw again and again this emphasis on studying your dreams. And a dreams are a faculty in and through which we get spiritual guidance on all aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. So like most people, I didn't recall my dreams. <laughs> I said, oh, I don't really dream. <laughs> uh, that's where I started. But once I started keeping a log and 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 uh, recording my dreams, I was amazed at the, the number of dreams that came to me. And uh, uh, soon realized that I was getting a lot of good information that I couldn't get otherwise on all areas of my life. So I kept going. I, I, I absolutely love it. And you also have your master's degree in religion and meditation. So, I, I mean, it all makes sense. And I've read a lot about, of course, Edgar Casey, who I find phenomenal and still a prominent healer, even though his body's not on earth. Um, in today's modern times, his remedies are profound and, and work. They're, they're incredible. So it makes sense that, of course, when you read about Edgar Casey, because that's how he got most of his information when he worked with patients, you know, he did it through dreams. He would go, he would lay down and take a nap and wake up, but he was able to, and I'm sure you understand it even better than I do, obviously, but he was able to translate the information so incredibly accurately. And I think that's the challenging part for most people is learning the art of the translation. You are right, Maria. That's an excellent analogy. In fact, I have not consciously thought of it. You could say that the way that Casey was giving this so-called reading, uh, that is, he would place himself in this deep meditative state at will. At and will. Access, yeah, and access information that is otherwise not accessible through our five senses. Mm-hmm. And one could say, this is where dreams come from, too, through the intuition, the intuitive faculty, that is not the five senses, because the five senses are sleeping at night. Uh, and he was able to access what he called from the great universal storehouse of knowledge and power. And you, uh, and you know what I find interesting when I was reading your book? Um, it, it's also, it, that's how it's been described in many scriptures, too, that that higher infinite state of super consciousness has even been described in, like, the Bible and other religious references. Um, so I, I found that fascinating because I had no idea that it was described that way. 
I am not sure exactly uh, you're talking about the process of gaining knowledge, inner knowledge. Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the three levels of consciousness, like the most holy place, that super consciousness, oh, yes. infinite state, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. The, uh, the, the Casey translates that the most holy place or the holy of holies to super conscious mind. Right, and so when we're in that dream state, information arises into this super conscious spirit place in, in our being, and if we can start studying or as you said, documenting your dreams as soon as you wake up, because kind of don't they leave once you get up and go to the bathroom and brush your teeth or whatever, um, you know, they can dissipate. Is yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That is correct. Uh, you know, even now with all these years behind uh, of learning and working with dreams, if I do that, more uh, most often I will forget the dreams. It's just amazing how the conscious mind just blocks it off. So the first thing you want to do is grab your recorder, your pad and pen, and write down the dream. No matter how many times you've gone through this over and over your mind, when you wake up and move around, there's a tendency to forget the dream. So you want to capture it as soon as possible. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's phenomenal. And, and you, I want to make an, yeah, one other point, please. Marie, about the superconscious mind, and that's another uh, excellent point that you made, is that what happens in dreams uh, is that our conscious mind, which is our waking state mind, uh, goes to sleep. That's what's completely asleep. And then what happens, our subconscious and superconscious minds are active. They're naturally active in sleep. And if you're tuned to that divine, if you're consciously seeking for solutions uh, in a spiritual way, then they come to us more clearly in dreams, and we are able to work with that. There's, there's a partnership here between the divine and self, and we want to nurture that partnership so that we may have clearer dreams, better recall, and through that seeking a better understanding of our dreams. Wow. What I also loved about what you were writing in your book is it really helps you with your intuition because as you and I know, and I'm sure many of our listeners, the superconsciousness doesn't communicate the way the linear world does. It's very different. I, I can remember when I first started doing intuitive readings for clients that um, I-, I would the images would come to me, and I, many times I don't know what they mean. But as soon as I describe them to a client, the client knows exactly what I'm talking about. But in my reference point, it doesn't have any meaning. And that's really what the superconsciousness is about, too. The meaning is there. It's vast. It's beyond anything you could imagine. Um, but it's shown you in a way that is not from the human perspective, which makes it more valuable and more freeing. So uh, the way that Casey put it, uh, Marie, I, I love your uh, perspective. You're just attuned to this so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, uh, the way that Casey put it is that in waking state, we use our uh, five senses and our comparative reasoning, looking outwardly. But mm-hmm. there's an inner reasoning that takes place, which we call the greater reason. Mm-hmm. And what the greater reasoning is, does is that we take what we have reasoned in our waking state, and then compares it to the higher ideals of the soul, and then gives a greater reasoning back to us. And they come in the form of mm. imageries that, to our waking state, may not make any sense. And this is why it's very easy to reject dreams saying that they have no meaning. Mm. For example, Casey himself had a dream that a watermelon was eating a pig. Right. Classic imagery. It's very easy to dismiss it saying, oh, of course it makes no sense. Casey said it's like, if you put a, a stick into into water, it appears bent, but it only really appears to be bent, but it's actually not bent. Right. So so it is with dreams. If you look only from the waking state reasoning, 
Jerusalem eating a pig, uh, the imagery itself shows the meaning, is that Casey's waking state thinking on a particular subject matter was just as flawed as the imagery. Mm-hmm. The pig should be eating the watermelon. Now, this is calling the dreamer to correct his thinking on mm. subject matter. Now, here's some, some, something else I would like to say about it. Dreams do not tell us often what to do because of our free will. Draw, dreams will only bring to our attention something. Now, having caught our attention, it is for our, it's our job to look at it, think through it, and solve it. That is where the growth is for the, for the dreamer, because wow. it's not a divination process of God telling you to do this and you do it. Have you noticed that people who, of course, um, do what you recommend and what you do yourself, you know, first thing you wake up, you record these dreams, and you allow your inner self to begin working through the process of discerning what the messages are meaning for you. Have you noticed that, that individuals then increase their intuition in their conscious state? Yes, they do. Because, mm-hmm. the, you know, there, there's a stake. If you take one step towards God, God takes two steps towards you. <laughs> uh, but we have to do our part. Uh, everything hinges on, uh, on that, that if part. If you look at the scripture, it says that uh, people sometimes take the, the uh, sayings out of context and say that, um, you know, if you pray, God will answer your mm-hmm. prayers. Well, the scripture says, if you abide in my word, then you pray, I will answer you. But we have to do our part of that abiding the word that is living the truth as best as as sincerely as we can. Mm-hmm. And in that process, divine helps you. We cannot be doing, uh, going on hating people and rejecting people right. and, and, and not doing anything about it. Then that spiritual faculty cannot work. Right. It's, it's, tr- it's true. And, and the answers, I think, to life's problems are so creative and fun and delightful and yes. surprising they're not what your logical mind would tell you ever. I mean, at least that's never been my experience. It's, and that's kind of how you know that you're in that space because it's like, oh, so surprised. What? What? That's okay. And then you, you know, follow the recommendations of your higher source, consciousness, God, whatever language you want to use. And then some situation, even the most difficult of situation is resolved practically effortlessly. It's really quite incredible. That's exactly how it is, practically, effortlessly. It's right. correct. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's only waking state we have to put forth such effort mm-hmm. uh, in trying to figure out. And even then, we make more mistakes than have answers. But <laughs> work through the intuition. And I'll give you a classic example. In a dream, God is mindful of us and will give us uh, information on every aspect of our being. Mm-hmm. Every aspect, including our hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we are to be well-rounded individual, building up from every side. Uh, Casey calls this the edification of the soul. Mm-hmm. And if we are not using this information to edify ourselves, then we are not growing as soul. So, for example, we could get very practical information. I was uh, once very sick, and I've been to different uh, doctors and medical practitioners, and nothing worked. Um, and, and finally, I had a dream. And in the dream... Uh, I was lying in bed sick. A doctor walks in and looks at me, uh, takes a, a little bit of water in a glass, puts some liquid in and said, drink it. I, and I drank it. I asked, what is it? And the doctor said, valeria. And then another doctor walks in and, and looks at me and said, you should take antacid daily, daily for a period of time. Mm-hmm. You cannot 
take that information, this direct. Now, I haven't heard of valerian in my waking state. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it is. So I went and looked up and I found out, okay, this is a very common uh, thing that people who know it know that it's, a, uh, it's an herbal extract right. that you can take. And I did it. And wow. I was healed. <laughs> so uh, we can, uh, this is what Casey called that information not known to you in waking state can come to you in your sleeping, dreaming state. Right. As long as you're engaged with the divine. Right. As divine long as you're having a spiritual practice, even in your conscious state, yes. you're more ready and available to receive information in your dream state. And, um, that, you know, as you write in your book about Casey's mini readings, he revealed that there were 14 persons. Um, purposes of dreaming, which I found so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I loved that idea. And, and the one that, um, uh, th there's one in here. Oh yeah. To prepare us for what is coming. That's kind of what happens to me. A lot of the dreams I have, they're preparing me for something. Uh, the ones I remember that I never forget, by the way, ever, <laughs> like decades can go by and I still remember immense detail about the dreams. Um, but there's 14. Um, some of them are to help our loved ones, to provide unbiased report, to instill us in profound positive changes. I mean, so these, I, I love that there's actually these outlines where as you investigate your dream and translate it, as you learn through your workshop in Seebeck at the end of March, that you can put it in a certain category too, which could help you to understand the power behind the dream. And that is exactly what I do at the, at the retreat or workshops that I do, that I give people a sample of each one. Oh, uh, fine. Several samples, I, and I have these sessions where people are working with, with certain dreams I give them. So they can, they can familiarize themselves with what these imageries are trying to, to, to tell us. Uh, because, again, uh, a lot of times it is, we can easily reject them because they make no sense. So the right. more you work with dreams, <laughs> Uh, the better you become and you begin to see, aha, that's how they work. Right. Uh, my analogy to it, uh, it is that you hear two people speaking in a language that you don't know. You mm. don't understand a thing. All you hear is just some weird sound. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, and if we say, I don't understand them, so therefore there's no meaning in them, we know that that is foolish. Mm -hmm. Wow. They do. We don't know what that language is, but then we begin to learn that language they begin to make sense to us. Wow. Dreams are no different. They are different language, and we just have to learn the, learn the language. Now, I, I don't want to fool anyone. This is not a formula. Uh, if it is a formula, people would have figured it out. But there has to be a loving engagement of the dreamer with the divine hmm. and a desire to spiritually grow. That is the application of truth in the best and sincere way as we can at a given time. And it is that sincerity and it is that earnestness in the application as best as we can that brings us the messages. It is not a formula to be mastered. It is not a technique to be gained from. Yes, there are certain techniques, but that's not where the emphasis ought to be. Well, and, and that's just so true in terms of anything that you want to have deeper knowledge and understanding with. You know, you have to dive within and dance with the divine within you, um, right? And then th that's the key to uh, that allows you to gain more information through dreams and wake states. And I can totally see how if you really study your dreams more, you're going to have a bleed through through your consciousness during your wakeful state, too, where you can get lots of ahas and probably more vocabulary translation that maybe will help you even analyze your dreams when you go back to sleep at night. 
Yes, and, and I, you raised that point before you, and I realized I didn't answer that. Indeed, you were right that the more we engage our intuitive self through dreams, through meditation, the greater will be the intuition in waking state because we are tapping into it. We are conscious of it. We are mindful of it, and we are doing something about it. And mm-hmm. I want to emphasize that part of doing, the application, application, application of the material that you receive is so right. vital. And here's the thing. Sometimes people will say, well, I'm not sure if that's the meaning, and so I don't want to apply it. Well, dreams will never, never tell us to do something bad. Never. Something. No, of course so, yeah. not. It, yeah. It's our interpretation that could be wrong. Right. But as long as we have something good and sincere that we've come up with a dream, I said, go ahead and apply it. Don't be afraid. Because what happens in the process that, again, I want to un- underline the word sincerity. If the soul is sincere and earnest and means well and apply things with kindness towards ourselves and others, even if we are wrong, Right. God can give us the correction and help. It is a soul that does not move and afraid of doing something, cannot, does not act. To that soul, God cannot help. And that is the key to Jesus' parable of talent of the one that did not do anything with that one talent that was given. You know, and I, that talent was taken away from that person. Well, you know, one of the things that I think is really lovely is that even when you translate something inaccurately, because as a professional intuitive, of course I have translated things incorrectly. It's happened in my career. Um, but I've learned so much from the experience, the, the, the knowledge of knowing that, oh, I misinterpreted something actually gave me a wave of knowledge that I never anticipated just because I surrendered and let go and, and recognized whatever was going on. It's a super powerful. So you don't want to just never make a mistake. I mean, there's really no, no such thing as a mistake anyway. You want to yeah. just be free and open and available to receive information that um, ultimately will teach you uh, exactly what it is that you really want to know, even though you may not think that's what you want to know. <laughs> you know, it's it's really quite beautiful. You know, Martin Buber, uh, the Jewish existentialist. Uh, yeah, you write about him. Yeah, yes. said one mm-hmm. that... Uh, he who is afraid to make mistakes will take orders from he who is not. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a lesson for all of us in there that it is not so much as getting it right as much as being sincere and applying it. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed, even when I've spoken to a client where I have, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but unfortunately, misinterpretive information, as we have the conversation, we just have so much fun about it. And I, it's just been a joyful, beautiful, incredible exchange of information always. So um, th- there's just so much beauty in the deeper understanding of our vulnerability, which is, I think, profound. So you're going to be in CBAC, the, which is here in Washington State. It's absolutely gorgeous facility, March 29th through the 31st. Um, and your workshop is Intuition and Guidance Through Dreams, which is quite fun, uh, phenomenal. Um, and it's a beautiful location. There's uh, look, my room was stunning. Uh, I would go back in a heartbeat, actually. It's quite beautiful. Um, so if you've ever said, I had this weird dream, or what could that dream mean? This retreat is for you. Dreams are integral to our physical, mental, and spiritual development and awakening, and they're a natural way of knowing creation, God, and ourselves. We receive dream guidance on every aspect of our being, health, vacation, vocation, excuse me, relationships, spirituality, daily life, and more, which is so com- incredibly true. Um, and we get a glimpse of our possible future and even receive messages from our departed loved ones, which is also very true. Yes. 
So this is going to be a phenomenal workshop. I'm so happy you're coming to Washington State. And um, for those people who want to get more information, they can also visit you. How can people find out about you personally? Oh, they can go to my website, jerrylazarus.com. That is L-A-Z-A-R-U-S. Great. And then I'm just looking for the CBEC website. Yeah. You... That is A-R-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-E-C-B-
Please help us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on sarcoma and the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, please go to curesarcoma.org. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. love that song. I listen to it a lot when I'm doing art, you know, because I do this yeah. weird encaustic art in my kitchen where I make a huge gigantic mess that has to last for several days because uh, when you start something encaustic, you have to like, you know, do it and then wait and then come back and get inspiration, at least the way I do well, it. Well, and not all messes are that. They are uh, yeah. you know, creative juices There you go. Work. I it's like flow. it. Yeah, it's super fun. Right. But I listen. I love that song. That is a great song. Thanks, Benny, for playing Zed, it. In the middle. In the middle. So we're taking people's calls right now, and our phone lines are full, but we'll all get through them very quickly so we can keep taking calls. So and who they've do been we... waiting so patiently. I know. That we was so it. nice yes. of them since the yep, beginning yep, yep. of the hour. Mm-hmm. That was just so sweet. Who do we have? Yeah, we'll start things out with uh, Melissa calling in from the Portland area. Hi, Melissa. Hey, how are you? We're great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, too. The sun is shining. I know. And we heard about yes. all the snow. You guys had a second snow attack like we had because that's what i'm calling it the snow attack you know i mean i so still... we totally didn't though i mean oh, what's weird is it, it was, was by eugene sporadic areas oh i still have i have like a wall of snow still in my yeah. cul-de-sac i mean it's like off my my driveway and i can see the grass on the back and the front actually but there's like still a wall of dirty snow uh, in my cul-de-sac. We woke up one morning to yeah. everything white, but by afternoon it was completely that's gone. That's the best. You know, that's totally the, that's yes, the way we're used was. to it. You know, that's what we, that's how we like it in the Northwest. Just considered a half day yeah. at work. Just half day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, we heard I'd about. I'd much rather have the sun. Oh yeah. And it's gorgeous. So yes, lovely. What can I do for you? So, hey, I would just like to see if you could um, check into my chakras and see what is causing the imbalance. What well, what is the imbalance? I want to hear it from your perception. What the imbalance is? I'm writing out your energy right now, and I don't see any imbalance. So let's go for it. What is it? See, that's kind of the same thing I got, but sometimes. <laughs> Why don't you um, believe it? Well, I don't know. I okay. mean, that's that's kind of one of my. Uh huh. I'm, I'm so, used to not listening to myself. Which is, I give good advice, but I don't listen to myself. Okay, so it's time for you to stop that. It's time okay. for you to stop that and listen to you. You, you know, I, I didn't say this when we were interviewing Jerry, but I had this really weird dream about a little over 10 years ago, right before I went into like early menopause, not early menopause, right. but normal, whatever it is called, premenopause. And I had this dream that I was on a surgical table. I was about to have surgery and they asked me to get off the table and go into the x-ray room with a radiologist and, and a couple doctors. And they had this x-ray of my stomach and because that's where they were going to perform this surgery. It was very vivid. I mean, obviously, I still remember it today. And they said, right. oh, there was nothing wrong and I don't need surgery. 
And within about three weeks after that happened, I started to have intestinal issues, a lot of pain in my stomach. But I knew that I was perfectly fine because I had this dream with doctors and everything, and I didn't need surgery. And I just had to learn how to change my diet and decrease my inflammation. It was a little bit of a process for me, but eventually all of that went away and I'm healthier because of it. So what I'm trying to say is that I listened to that dream that I had and it allowed me to stay peaceful and calm and not, you know, not that people don't have to go to the doctors and have checkups. I think that's a healthy thing. I did see my natural path, but that we don't look for a problem. Yeah. And not be terrified because people get scared. And this is what happens to you. You get scared. You know what I mean? And then you're frozen in fear because when I did draw out your chakra system, which all of your chakras, except for your seventh is receiving energy. Unusual. I usually don't see that many people who are in this lovely, receptive, musical flow of light into their body. Stunning and gorgeous. That's why I'm saying, what are you talking about? I don't see an imbalance. However, your root chakra is about 10 times bigger than I would want it to be. And and that is a metaphor for me. I mean, it could actually be 10 times bigger. Um, that you... You're in fear a lot of the time. Like you've went around a little bit afraid, even though nobody would know that. And then you give this excellent advice to others. You know how to calm yourself down, be in that receptive space, offer spiritual guidance, even on the fly. But when it comes to yourself, you won't do it. So knock it off. Stop it. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Because one of the things I've learned through my thankful professional practice, which I love, I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do for a living, is that... In the information that we get as professional intuitives or whatnot, what's most important is learning how to do that for yourself. Whether you get paid totally. or not for it, learning how to receive and retrieve information for yourself is what we were intended to do, all of us. So that needs well, to be and I your think focus. Too, I, just, I pick up on so much energy and I don't ground it out and I don't, um, I don't take enough time for me. Yeah, so it's something you have to do. That's the imbalance. A lot of people think that I'm like, who don't know me, that I'm a super busy person, which I am actually. I have a very busy life. But I'm someone who sits down and I rest and I take deep breaths and I I lay down and I take naps. And uh, because I believe that restful state allows me to come back to balance. So I have a lot of moments. Yeah, it's super important because that's where we can retrieve our, our connection, right? So retrieving the connection is this is your what if question. And I'm writing it down because I'm currently writing a book about this. <laughs> what if I easily retrieve my connection? Okay. Okay, that's your what if question. And you know how to use these, right? I will learn. Okay. Is it on your website? No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so here's what I want you to do. I love okay. saying what if questions. I think they work a thousand times better than affirmations. They work quicker. They allow the body to align to the vibration of the answer of the question. Um, so I won't go into any more scientific detail right, about that. Right, you taught that briefly in a class okay. that I took. Oh, yours. right, great, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So I want you to start saying out loud or silently throughout the day, because it doesn't matter how you do it, it can be quiet okay. or out loud, what if I easily retrieve, what did I say? Um, my, what if I easily retrieve? My connection. My. See, I already forgot it because I have to write it down so fast. What if I easily retrieve my <laughs> inner connection? I'll listen to it again and I'll find it. Okay. All right. Okay. And just keep yeah. repeating that so that you, it won't take long. Within a couple of weeks, maybe it, even within the first moment that you start uttering this throughout the day, you are going to know what we're, that's what you're talking about. You're going to align to that vibration and you're going to allow that energy to be in your body and it's going to create 
a beautiful neurotransmitter reception in your brain and change your belief system. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you for being wonderful. Oh, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, Melissa, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll travel east to Illinois with Patty joining us. Hi, Patty. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I said to Benny, this is my second time calling in. I'm so excited. I was home again today. I could call. Oh, so you're not at work hiding underneath a desk or in the bathroom like some of our callers. No, no, no. (laughs) Which we love, by the way. We love the visual. Like, I can just see someone in the toilet, you know, room. You know, I'm at work. Yeah. So what can I do for you? uh, Alan Cohen talks about thinking, and he said he found himself one day in the toilet reading the can of Drano just because his mind had to do something. I thought that was hysterical. I love Alan Cohen. He is a delight. And his bride, too, Dee. She's just a wonderful person. So, yeah, wonderful man. Oh, good. They're both precious. What can I do for you? So last time I called, we talked about the adrenals, and I've been on that HPA ADAPT for mm-hmm. close to a month, about three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you about that. And then I have this hoarseness in yeah. the morning for mm-hmm. maybe an hour or two hours, and I wanted to know if it's connected to the adrenals or if it's separate. It's probably not. I mean, again, I'm not a naturopath or a nutritionist, right? So it would be great to go find someone in your area who can actually look at this from their incredible knowledge base and and give you information because it's a possibility that, okay, what if it is potentially the thyroid and if you feed your adrenals and it's the thyroid, but I think it's your sinuses because you get frustrated really easily. Would you agree? Oh God. Yeah. So I think it's your, I think it's your sinuses and they're draining while you sleep and then it irritates your throat. And then after you've been up for a while, that's all cleared up, you know? Yeah. And that's what I think yeah. it is. So you might want to use like some saline before you go to bed at night or first thing in the morning or some lovely holistic, you know, nasal spray for that. That's And then stop being frustrated. What if I, <laughs> what if I easily embrace the calm? Okay. That's your what if question, which is actually going to help your adrenals too. Okay. Okay. All right. And just remember, it takes a while to get the adrenals really firing up. And the reason why I'm recommending that you feed your adrenals is because your your other hormones are working super hard. And so the adrenals is trying to replace what they're missing. And we don't want the adrenals to do that without help, if that makes sense. Okay. It does. It does. And uh, like I still get super tired in the afternoon. Yeah. But uh, you said it takes a while. It does. I I, I believe it does anyway. But again, a naturopath might even give you more information. Okay? Okay. okay. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have I a great day in Illinois. So oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks, Patty. We appreciate it. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll travel back to, I know, Portland. We love Portland so we much. We love Portland. I know, right? I love them. I, love I know, them. me too. And you know, I'm going to be just outside of Portland ah. at the end March 20, I know. I'm so bad at Yeah, uh, at remembering uh, my dates, whatever they are. I know. I got caught yeah. up. Uh, at any rate, um, I'll March be 20. in... Um, well, Vancouver. Vancouver's Vancouver. March That's 23rd, Vancouver. 23rd. March 23rd and 24th. Yep. I'm teaching divine energy medicine, and that class is filling up fast. So if you want a space, I would highly recommend that you sign up for that. It's a really fun class. Um, very powerful, very high vibration. Okay, so I'm talking to Johanna. Johanna, yeah, or Joanna. Joanna. Hi. 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 How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm 
lovely. Thank you. What can I do for you? Oh, I love chatting with you. Oh, I'm actually um, calling today on behalf of a friend of mine. Who okay, interesting. We're having a surrogate reading here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's at work today and can't go Oh, in. she can't but go into the bathroom and hide? <laughs> I, I don't think so. But she and I love you. We've been to many of your workshops. Oh, thank you. Reiki with you. And she's oh, just, thank um, you. And she's like, she even had a session with you. So she's oh, um, thank very you. familiar with you. But she's having a lot of skin issues. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly her armpits are just Ooh, really bothering super inflamed. Her? Yeah, she mm. thinks they are. She's seeing several Eastern and Western uh-huh. folks to help with it but um sounds like it might be candida in her armpit oh yeah that like, could very well be i what i get overall is that she needs to go on an anti-inflammatory diet and she is she's yeah. totally doing that 100%. but is she really is she really yeah. are you sure she's not cheating <laughs> i'm really sure okay and, and really which sure. one is she going on right now she's just really eating meat and vegetables huh. that's about it and do you know her blood type by chance I believe it's O. Okay, so so that's good. Maybe reduce some of the meat, not make it too much, and okay. and and maybe cook some of her vegetables because if if you're having a hard time, you know, with an with an inflammatory process, sometimes it's hard to digest raw vegetables. Okay, because you don't you don't have the bandwidth. So she may have some problem with, and this is what I'm getting as a yes, with absorbing the nutrition. So it'd okay. be really great if she, let, let, at least steam them, you know, get them not so crunchy so that her body can break it down better. I think that's going to be uh, wonderful. And here's what I want her to do, because this is part of the issue is self-love. Part of the issue is self-love. Uh-huh. So if she could love her beautiful axillary area, which is the armpits, if she could love that gorgeous area and blow it kisses and tell it how cute it is and all kinds of lovely things, that would be super nice. Okay. Because I think right. I think the main issue of candida, which used to be a huge problem in the United States, and I'm not saying it's not anymore, but at least in the Northwest, I think we've gotten our act together about it because, you know, we just have a lot of health-related information in, in our part of the world. We're very lucky, very, very lucky. Yeah. And so we, we really under, I mean, you can go to any, a lot of restaurants and a lot of grocery stores and buy all kinds of weird, crazy, interesting, fun food to help you stay healthy. And, but candida is a disease of, as all autoimmune disorders are, because candida is about the immune system, right? It's, right. it's about not loving oneself. And so self-love is, a, is actually an emotional experience that we have with ourselves, just like we do when we love other people or other things. Like when I love Huck and Finney, my kitties, you know, it's an emotional experience for me. It's you know, right. So that's for sure. Yeah, so, I struggle with uh, with it too. So I think that's yeah, that's wonderful. So add those things in, and I I think we're good to go. But yeah, have her steam her and vegetables. Does it, does it feel like candy? She also has you know a lot of welts rising up all over her body. Um, yeah. Well, the overall skin is about allowing the divine to love you. You know, it's about receiving uh-huh. love. Yeah. Because the the seventh chakra governs all the skin on the body, um, and so, so this kind of feels like to me it's not just the skin is sh- is showing a reaction to what's happening. It's like de- the skin is trying to detox. I think this is more lymphatic, is what I'm really feeling, which is of course um, the third chakra. So fall in love with herself, love those armpits, and um, and continue to you know stay on the anti-inflammatory diet. Okay. 
wonderful. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day. And thanks for coming to the classes. I really appreciate that. That's super fun. Thanks, Johanna. Appreciate the call. And uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Yes. You, you know what? One of my, no, I don't have a question, but oh. I was going to say that one of my funnest parts of my day is when my cats actually eat the expensive cat food that <laughs> I buy for them. <laughs> And they didn't last night. Like, they oh, nibbled no. a little bit. And I'm like, dang what? it. So this morning, I actually cut up chicken that oh. I had cooked, right, and sprinkled it with their favorite dehydrated food. That's how I kind of trick <laughs> them into eating the expensive, grain-free, <laughs> organic, whatever I buy for them food. And they ate it this morning, which Good. I was very happy. But, oh, my gosh, that, that can, like... That, that can make my morning. When those little critters eat that food, you know, then I'm, I'm a happy camper. Not seeing me? <laughs> oh, you absolutely make Yay! my morning, Benny. Absolutely. Just sprinkle some chicken in front of me and I'll be good to go, too. <laughs> we'll take Angela now calling in from L.A. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Thanks Angela. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? So I want to give feedback. Uh, I wrote to your newsletter last oh, year. Oh, did I answer it? Hair. Yeah, you did, and my hair is, like, I was losing some of it. Now it's the best it's ever been Yay! in my adult life. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful Thank news, you. and thanks for the feedback. I always like to know, yeah. did it work? Was it helpful? You know, because I'm, I'm a practical person, too. I'm so grateful. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Good. So now Thank what you. can I do for you? Okay. I have two quick questions. Like, um, this guy can't possibly be the one right i'm in LA i don't know i don't know t- t- let's tell me about it okay i'm in on this conversation yeah and benny too. loves anything I to love do with romance benny and i are both highly romantic people yep. we really are like i had a date for valentine's day which was a beautiful romantic date you know and benny's like oh i want a date for valentine's i had myself you did yeah which yeah, was, was perfect totally i've had fun. lots of yeah. Yeah. of personal romantic valentine's days yes. and they're the best okay so so you live in la was that correct is that what you no no you live you live i in, live in la okay yeah. and where does he live bay area okay that's not that far come on hello yeah although um, traffic in your area you're practically, sucks you're practically <laughs> you <know>? neighbors <laughs> yeah although i will tell you i am like a little bit picky about dating men who live too south of me because it takes forever during traffic. It's like we can only kind of date on the weekend because they're too tired by the time they come to my house to pick me up. And they're exhausted from the bumper-to-bumper traffic. She's trying to save money on airline fuel <laughs> just to get down there. So. Okay, yeah, you can fly. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. So tell me more. Um, I just only met him, like, recently. Like, yeah. it was, like, end of December and then one yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, I, I, I actually... Ooh. I could see the word Vegas in my mind. I've never been to Vegas. And my question is, why were you guys in Vegas? I mean, no oh, offense well, to Vegas, but it's kind of like, <laughs> yikes. Okay, it was, um, he was planning on being there anyway, and oh. I was planning on being there anyway. Oh, so okay. So just, it was, it was we, a mutual date. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Okay. So, so tell me the problem or whatever it is. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> come on, hurry right up. Oh. <laughs> oh, for me, I'm just like, decluttering my dating list mm. so oh, I'm just you're wondering to, like I'm in the middle <laughs> if he if he should be in your dating list so so here's the deal when you go so so you're not dating him right now or it's sporadic it's not often enough or something of that nature yeah I've only met him like twice in real life like in person I so well, why don't like, you just put him on the side and and go back to dating I mean you already are just put him off to the side a little bit 
and go back to dating and see if something happens down the road. I really believe, I really believe that when you meet the right person, it always works out. So you don't have to worry about it or fret. It just clicks. Yeah, it just happens. My daughter, Misha, met, and Mina, too, they both met their husbands in it, it, not even, not even at home, let alone they were in totally different places. It was a random. Random thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then in Misha's case, they met like a year later, Mm -hmm. again, at a conference. And um, they actually were living at the same, in the same town at that time, but they were dating different people. So after they had enough beers, like at four o'clock in the morning, he he professed his love to her for her. And then they broke (laughs) up with their perspective people and, you know, moved in together. And now they're married, (laughs) you know, so so Sometimes I just, alcohol has that back. Yeah, and it can help okay. you. It, it helps us go, um, by the way, I'm madly in love with you. <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say is just put them off to the side a little bit, mm. but just keep on. You just need to feel. This is how we manifest all of us. Mm. You need to feel that you're already in an incredible mm. relationship. That you're with okay. people. Um, a person adores you. Don't try to figure out exactly because you have a mm. good you have a very creative mind. And if you get too specific, then you're going to start to slide down the rabbit hole. You know what I mean? That's true. So just imagine oh this beautiful, warm body next to you and you hold hands and he's kind and he's romantic and he hits you in your head and your creative space and all the things that you love and you laugh your heads off. Cause I believe that's a, a key to a successful relationship is having fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. and then that this person can just walk into your life and you, you won't skip a beat and it'll be fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Is there a what if question? <laughs> yeah. What if I'm in an incredible partnership? Oh, okay. okay. I like that. Okay. We and do too. I, yeah. <laughs> and keep me posted. <laughs> All right. Keep us posted. Yeah. Vinny and I want to know about your romantic uh-huh, life. Uh-huh. We love romance. I do. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, Angela, for joining us. I, my question is like, if they both had gone kind of out of their way to even meet each other, it's like, well, well that's for how Vegas, they were already going to be there. But that's kind of still already there, though. Sure. So yeah. then they're like, all right, once we're here. I think there's here, something there, but you know, it's it's like. Yeah, it's a little early. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want to move. You know, like, yeah, I, do. I'm probably not going to move. Just FYI, you know, not happening. Okay, who do we so have those on those listening the... who are interested yeah, in dating? Not Marie. moving. She's yeah, not moving. <laughs> yeah. She's staying put. <laughs> who do we have? Sure, we'll take uh, Dorothy calling in from Lacey. Hi, Dorothy. Hi. Hi, Dorothy. Thank what, you. You're welcome. What can I do for you? Well, I do have a couple of quick questions. The sure. first is for my son. Okay. He has this persistent, like, popping and clicking in his jaw and ringing in his ears that for the last three years, and we've seen a lot of. Doctors yeah. and people. But the, and nothing's helped so far. No, you have a kid who's kind of anxious. He runs his energy so fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So fast. You have an anxious child. Would you agree? Oh, I never saw him that way. Yeah, I see him. He's anxious. So, so first of all, no more doctors. Because unless, you know, something else comes up and you're, you know, concerned. Because you're a great mom. I'm not concerned about that. But... I I think you, why don't you have him do a little bit of yoga every day? Okay. Learn some kid poses or whatever and start doing a little bit of yoga. Start teaching him meditation. I just think he needs to get his central nervous system to calm down. He's got a lot of fast moving subatomic particles in his body. And it's not from a happy, "Ah!" it's more like a "Ah!" kind of like a, this is the wrong term. So don't take it negatively, but kind of helter skelter. It's just like. Kind of wild. Yeah, it's Just wild. Out of, out it's all over the place. And so he needs to learn how to. He's got lots of beautiful energy. It's very powerful. But he needs to learn to harness it. 
And so, okay. And then I think things will just relax. His body will relax and things will just subside. So don't worry. Okay. 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 So go meditate together and and do yoga. Okay. Okay. And the the second was just for me, just kind of a general read, because for the last year I've noticed some Raynaud's in my fingers. Uh And I'm wondering if it's stress because I'm I'm trying to... Inflammation. I can't stress enough to to you, of course, and our listening off um, audience that to reducing one's infla- inflammation, I can't even say it right now, is so key. And it can be very simple. You could like not drink for a month, you know, which is actually really healthy or stop eating sugar. Or I like to follow anti-inflammatory diets. I love, I know everyone's heard me say this. If you listen to the show, I love Dr. Diodamo's Eat Right for Your Blood Type. And I love um, Dr. Oh, G- Gundry's book, the plant paradox. They're fabulous diets and they work. So whenever you notice, like you're noticing a little bit of arthritic discomfort in your fingertips, that's a sign that you are having inflammation in your body. And your job is to stop the inflammation, change your diet, take better care of your body. That's what it means. Okay. Yeah. I just wondered if it was more relationship stress. Well, it could be, but I'm getting food. You need to make some different food choices. And then I think you'll have some clarity about the relationship, too. Okay. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Dorothy. Or the relationship with food. There you go. If you're having relationships always out with food, go do something else. I I think that's very true. And and the thing is, when we're inflamed, we cannot always see our insights, Mm -hmm. right? We can't always see what's in our best interest. And we don't know how to approach a, a topic like a relationship in the healthiest way possible. But when our body's not reacting to internal physical stress, then we're, we have more clarity. Can we take the last one? Do you if think? you would like to. <gasps> I would love to take Christy, Christy from Bothell. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Christy. It's our last yeah. one. Yes. Christy, what you can made I do it for in. you? Yeah. It has to be fast, yeah. though. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to. I've been working on myself. I three months, no sugar, no oh, carbs. I've see? lost 20 yeah. pounds. I'm so I'm proud, so of, proud of you, too. Diet, diet is good. But I just wanted to uh, have you scan my body and, like, uh-huh. check my chakras, make sure I'm all in alignment. Yeah. You look great to me. And here's I'm not what, leaking or anything. I don't see a okay. leak anywhere. <laughs> what I see is, like, you can't believe it. Like, oh, my God, I'm doing so well. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So so my request is that you believe it. Oh, my gosh, I'm amazing. What if I'm amazing? Yes. What if I'm right on track? Okay. What if I deserve okay. to look and feel this incredible? What if, what if, what if, mm-hmm. positive, gorgeous, supportive what if questions for you and congratulations and thank you for saying what you said because you just helped the rest of our listening audience to recognize it does work it it really works works. i mean even when you're over 55 or 60 it works (laughs) it works all the time yeah it's only a number it works all the time yeah Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. thank you everyone for listening thank you benny for being on double duty today welcome yeah lisa will be back in the studio with us next week you bring us something you think I don't know. Better bring me a hula girl. Or a hula girl. Well, a I don't, hula girl. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Vinny. Ah, <laughs> no. She can't fit it in her suitcase. Oh. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.